0: Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience.
1: So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping.
0: But if you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. What is going on, people? This is fucking Point Hammered, episode 119. What the hell is going on? How dumb are we? What are we doing with our lives here? Pissing it away, getting
1: old, dying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened to Bear. He's just—he's dead now. Yeah, he, get, he passed. threw in the towel. He <laughs> up and died. <laughs> 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 Fuck's oh, been going on, buddy. buddy. What well, packa, that's what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to kick it off here with some packa stuff. Suffice it to say... It was a fucking awesome weekend. Long yeah. weekend. Yeah. Fucking blew by. Holy shit. It's true. It was a fucking awesomely good time. We don't have too much time to wax about it, but we'll try to maybe do some highlights. <laughs> Met a ton of people. Yeah. A um, ton of new people. Yeah. Uh, which was super awesome. It was. I'm not going to be able to name everybody by name, but let's fucking. So every year, the shit starts earlier and earlier. <laughs> Uh, to coincide with my trying to prepare for it earlier and earlier. Mm. So the Black Sun boys, rolling in Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Rolling in hard. Yeah. So how the hell did that go? I you know, I tried to make it out there. Like I, I You didn't try I too hard. could have, but... You would have ended up like me? Would've, I would have really been on the back foot for the rest of the weekend trying to play catch up with all the shit that I needed to do yeah. last minute. I did take that Wednesday off. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh but you, know, you just which like everything else Warhammer related, you severely <laughs> underestimate how long it takes to do anything. So Yeah. When I got the the call, uh, those boys were in and I was like, Egh. Plus we had to go to all the way to Paca, so I'm like, eh, put me an hour behind the next day. Mm. But uh, you made it out there, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, how, how'd how that go
0: <laughs> with the boys, the gang's back together again? I had a fucking Wednesday Night Volleyball League,
1: mm-hmm. so I was
0: sitting out at the bar in Plover, just killing beers, when some direct messages arrived from Ricky Mee <laughs> about their oh, arrival at PACA. Yeah, and then I tried to get Raj here, rounded up, but he wasn't having it. So I hop in the car tentatively to go home, and then I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'm just going out to PACA. <laughs> We get out the packa. Uh, it's about eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. We sit, we we start at the ale house. Mm-hmm. Classic. Six shots and three beers in the first oh, hour. Sounds like a, <laughs> got a good start here. Yeah, the shot thing was my fault because those guys had never tried Genovka. So I'm like, uh, oh, you guys got to try this shit. What it was, uh, Genovka. What is this blackberry brandy? Mm. It's sounds a local. Tasty. Like, Pollock thing. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not super alcoholic, but then it was decided everybody should buy a round of shots, including <laughs> I had to buy another round. <laughs> so we all bought a round of shots, killed a bunch of beers, and then they shut down at nine. So it's well time to go to the next bar. I fucking walk down the street. It's fucking cold as shit. Walk down the street to this lame fucking bar. I was from the ale house. To from, yeah, we just walked. Oh, the, there's a bar somewhere. Like, Another JR's bar is just up the street. Oh, okay. the Jr. Sportsman's Club or some Ooh, bullshit. Like a fucking great place. It's pretty fucking for seedy. A couple of yeah people from the UK. So we get there and I'm fucking. I'm pretty fucking hammered. Just keep drinking beer. Apparently, I Tomlin was telling me the next day I was getting really aggressive with the bartender there. <laughs> I think the guy was an asshole. And Tomlin's like. I thought you guys were going to go at it because you looked him square in the eyes and told him he was a fucking dick. <laughs> and then Hugh bought some beers and he gave you a change and you just pounded it and slid it back across at him like really aggressively. <laughs> and he's like, I thought this shit was going to go down. I'm like, whatever. This <laughs> is how we do it around here. <laughs> well, then he's like, he said, all for the rest of the the next day, he was going around every time he'd get changed, he would smack it and fucking slide it over to the bartender <laughs> <laughs> really aggressively. And then... So we fucked around there and Thomas rolling dice against some local fucking Man, there was some kind of weird, like, pack of schlub. We were like dice gambling going on. $20 dice rolls and he kept winning money off the guy and somehow he got this dude and his old lady to take us over to f- the downtown to I think it was Speakeasy or something. Uh-huh. Some fucking miserable shithole of a bar. By I walk in I think Patty bought me a beer I just smoked a cig I took one sip of that fucker Headed for the bathroom. That was it. I'm standing there. <laughs> yeah, it was like 11 o'clock by now. So I'm standing there. So you've been there like two and a half, three hours? Yeah, it was three hours since I'd been drinking. Uh-huh. Standing at the urinal, trying to piss, puking all over my dick and my shoes. Shit. <laughs> Holy shit. It was bad. So I puked for a while. I walk out, and I like look around the bar, and there's this back room pool table with all these chairs. I'm like, fuck it. So I just went back there and crashed. And then the next thing I remember, Diesel sits down and it's a couple minutes to bar time. He's waking me up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the the, bar, the bartender is going to give us a ride back because we had no way to get back all the way to the uh-huh. other side of town. And it was cold as fuck. Uh- and Patty and Chris had left like an hour before and they were walking. Whoa! So, <laughs> and it was fucking cold. And Chris is wearing nothing but a t shirt with long, like three quarter sleeves yeah, on it.
1: It was like, you know, probably 20. 20- yeah. in the twenties, yeah, maybe down in the teens or something. If it's night,
0: yep. And he, so they're walking, and we see him like over there, and we're like, "Oh shit, you guys want to ride?" So Chris jumps in. Patty's gonna walk it. He's like, "Yeah, five more minutes, and I would have died for exposure." <laughs> <laughs> like so fucking dead. Before we're leaving the bar, there's these two horrifically ugly women. I uh, like where this and is going. Chippy Rick's trying to scam on him <laughs> and I, I walk out of the bar, standing against the wall, like lean my head up and just start puking again. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just listening to Chippy trying to scam on these broads, and I'm like, ah, these women are so fucking ugly. <laughs> it was fucking gross. Uh, and then yeah, then we got back to the O-House finally. I was like, fuck it, I'm going home. So I just hopped in the car and went home. Mm-hmm. By then, I hadn't drank for hours, and I had fucking puked my guts out. Uh-huh. I didn't really feel drunk. I was just really sick by that point. Uh-huh. And then That's the next day, crazy. Thursday... Mm-hmm. I got up at one o'clock. Got out of bed <sighs> at one o'clock. Laid on the couch till eight thirty when I had to go pick Chris Haynes up from the airport. <laughs> nice day of recuperation. Didn't do. I was so fucking nauseous I couldn't move. So I picked Chris up, and his flight was like forty minutes late. So I sat at the goddamn airport uh, forever. That's but what he finally last came out. Year. Yeah. Out so you came up.
1: out. By the time you were out, uh, you know, I was down there. Got most of the tables set up. Had some last minute terrain shit to do, but. Uh, so the Skull Bros were there on Thursday as well. The Black Sun Boys were right back at it, mostly yeah, it a full house Thursday. drinking with those guys Thursday night, and uh, <laughs> we did get Gerald pretty shitty <laughs> off uh, shots and stuff like that. No, no Hogarden was available, unfortunately. Well, that's too bad. But did I'm you sure stick around Thursday, really? You kind of um, remember you showing up, and then I was around till. I think one in the morning
0: on Thursday. It was pretty late. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink, though. I just sat there. I had a Sprite and, like, two O'Douls. When I showed up, that Steve fellow from the, one of Brosco's crew
1: had just, like, uh, crashed over
0: on the floor, and he was sitting there just completely hammered trying to eat crackers, and there's just crackers <laughs> all over him on the floor.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember
0: that. I talked to him the next day. He's a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. got a little ahead of himself with the booze
1: there. <laughs> Looking back, it's kind of hard—really hard—for me to distinguish the nights because I didn't, you know, it was no bad shit really happened. It was fucking good times the whole whole weekend. All I was doing was hanging out, talking to people, and drinking. Yeah, like I never, pl- I didn't play any games at all. You know, I didn't even like I sat down for one round of a, a. Uh, a uh, Game of Thrones board game. Yeah. And, like, that was it. So, like, I don't have anything to, like, break up this drinking time, so it's all blurring together for me. <laughs> like, um, yeah, but Thursday, I know, was mostly uh, Gerald and the Black Sun. And then Friday, um, we just fucking got into it. The the three-game tourney kicked off. Looked like there was a decent amount of interest in that again this year. 20 or 30 guys, and then actually got quite a few drops by the time the tournament rolled.
0: Yeah, I saw that. We
1: had, um, and then a couple of guys who were ready to kind of step in by the end of Friday decided that they wouldn't be able to stick around. Like Cater Henry, he could have got in if he wanted. Uh, the local guy, Kevin Cool he called in sick Saturday morning. <laughs> <at> Boner. <laughs> on the ball, right? And then we had a g- guy drop uh, halfway through Saturday due to a medical emergency. Like his mother-in-law or something like that. So you actually, I only end up having 95 players in the end. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of a lesson for folks. Um, you know, like I tweeted earlier, went through the whole waiting list. There's so many drops. I think with the uh, all the end times releases and the people not digging the rules and not being able to build the armies that they want. Uh, that was a big chunk of it, huh? Yeah, I think that's kind of what was causing it. So hopefully, you know, um. I guess we'll see for next year, but uh, Friday went well. Um, had the opening ceremonies as always. Those went well. Were you around for that? were you around on Friday? Friday I bailed at ten o'clock or at nine thirty. Okay. Yeah, I was I saw you each day, but I didn't think that you necessarily stayed around that long. Nah. You definitely put not put Friday. in some time and well, Friday my old lady
0: was coming to town at 10, so I hadn't seen her since Sunday.
1: I guess I'm some pussy. <laughs> <a motherfucking> priorities. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's to be expected. Um yeah, this year Barrow did himself. Did you see the the Gabo awards? I did, yeah. Yeah, so this year it's all Gabo, Gabo themed stuff. And it's kind of cool cuz it's human-sized stuff basically. Yeah. And it looked incredibly dangerous. <laughs> Axes that could be properly wielded. <laughs> I don't know how well those shields would hold up. I think that axe would probably chop through it pretty quickly there. <laughs> That's probably why you don't see so many goblins on the battlefield. That's <laughs> a pretty goddamn big shield for a gobble. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It's kind of like a gobble kite shield. The, uh, that paint job on that one was fucking phenomenal. With like that weird kind of... Wasn't really a squig, but it was like a red gabo face with like these huge tusks. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, the helmets were kind of cool. Yeah, they were like, awesome. we could, like fit properly. They look kind of comfortable. They're fur lined. Yeah, <laughs> I bet there's like some nice insulating properties. <laughs> <laughs> you just be. See, uh, one of the winners or something, like uh, wiping off their windshield or something, just wearing that <laughs> helmet. scrap <laughs> your winter <laughs> cap and exchange yeah. it for that. Just wearing that bad boy. Although everybody did, this year we got some fine Wapaka winter caps. Uh, nice and dark green with, like, that white skull logo for all the Wapaca attendees. Yeah. This year, we also announced the Ironman competition, which is your cumulative Wapaca scores for all the Wapacas you've ever attended. <laughs> and there's going to be a 10-year competition, and uh, we just finished year six. I haven't gone back and tabulated the results yet, but Alex Gonzalez was out ahead with uh, John Wenger right behind him by a few points, mm. and then uh, Alec Haybag from Duluth. Yeah. So that's it's kind of cool. I was pretty excited putting it together. It kind of rewards, um, you know, those folks that put Peter in their defense. time. Yeah, they've always, they've made it every year. They've always gotten, you know, they follow the rules. They got good sports scores, decent painting. They kind of... Didn't participate John. fully to was, towards the tournament. Wasn't Wenger not able to participate a few years
0: back due to Saturday morning drunkenness? <laughs> or
1: was that <laughs> Sunday morning? Uh, no, I think he was maybe. I remember he was curled up under the gaming table that morning. Yeah, he might have had a concession somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, overall, uh, good times looking forward to the Iron Man Bears building a special prize for that. We'll probably get into a further Wapacas, Nice. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, Friday continuing the good times. God damn, that was fun. Friday I caught a game
0: against just Justin Rusk. He could call
1: Oh yeah, how'd the challenge go, buddy? I knew when I seen his army I was hosed. Yeah, he's running like a combined host of turning to kings, like some wild riders, right? Yeah, or one of then, those No, there was... had some warlocks too, probably, right? Yeah, there were wild
0: ri- two units of wild riders, warlocks. Some he had glade guard. Ton of super fucking pumped glade guard shooty fucks. Flying dark elf cunt death bag on a oh, fucking it's peg. Never, never good for the ogres. It's never good for the ogres. Mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't going to be able to get in touch with them as soon as I saw is it. A
1: so. Close or a
0: blowout? Nah, you beat me pretty well. <laughs> I knew it was going to go south as soon as, he's, as soon as I saw his plan. I was like, oh great, this oh. is going to be fun. Rogers. You never got me that list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I always have to play dark elves. <laughs> I don't think I've played anything but dark elves hey, in years. Host
1: of the Eternity yeah. King. Well, it's, it's fucking horseshit. good aligned uh, in the Alliance Warhammer system. Well, it can lick BGW. my fucking cornhole. Uh, we'll have to keep that in mind when we're building our team tourney lists. I still haven't signed up for ACON, by the way. Oh, I thought you did. I haven't signed up either.
0: No. I, like, I need to. You're always like, Johnny, do this. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll put it on the list
1: of shit I got to do. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get a room, too, I think, probably. Yeah that's gonna be an Anyways, issue too. <laughs> back to PACA. well we're not gonna be able to stay in that building for sure I think but we'll talk according about to later. other folks yeah well I'm sure not we staying can find in space. that building has actually turned out well for other people yeah They've enjoyed it so okay moving on to Saturday uh, lots of good WAPACA action same as previous years one thing we did do differently we had the top 10 room which uh, we pulled in we had like a round one player's choice voting and then we pulled in the top ten armies as voted by the players. Yeah. And then after round three, that's where all the men of intrigue were set up and then the uh ten armies were in there and the the thing I like best was the lighting in that room was fucking yeah, was awesome. Really good. <laughs> like I was kinda just thinking randomly, I was like, Oh, we should go get a bunch more lamps and we can really light that room up. And then when I got in there I'm like, Oh yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> Um yeah, so Adam Salmon got the player's choice vote with his uh wood elves. I think that lighting definitely helped him out. He has nice subtle paint jobs on yeah. everything. His horses are, are really awesome. Sure. Um and Big Rotor, he got the overall best painted is yeah. awarded. Do you wanna say a couple things about his army or what kind of swayed it towards him? I know. Um well, that was probably Brown his Smith main was competition. In high competition. Yeah, too.
0: the difference between the two was, if you break it down to the rank and file model, because they both had some really awesome-looking huge models, mm-hmm. but the rank and file guys, Ryan's weren't up to par uh, with where rotor stuff was, so okay. that made the difference. Yeah,
1: Ryan had, like, a Warriors of Chaos using a lot of miniature models, yeah. which were really awesome. So he had a lot of these big pieces. Uh, but yeah, I think... I think he was using confrontation models maybe for his rank and file yeah i didn't recognize they were kind of like these nightly they weren't really chaos-y they're just no. kind of like nightly almost elfie, but yeah they're kind of lean too mm-hmm. um but yeah his, his stuff was really good i don't know if his display board really came together for him well he said it got smashed in uh oh, transport shit. by the airline
0: fuckers so that's, that's part of why rough. it looks so
1: ramshackle
0: <laughs> that's fucking rough Okay, still that, make, that makes more sense. It still wasn't to the level of someone who had built their own display board up because that was some kind of pre-built castle thing. Mm-hmm. But he did well, have like, to him, lights he, like, and explosions. He like, printed
1: that himself. Oh, did he using like a like a laser? It was all kind of laser cut. Oh so no it was like shit. Wood kind of I didn't glued know that. together. So yeah, he had access um, to some kind of machine like that. So yeah. that's what he was doing. But um, yeah, the the painting was off the hook. Uh, The winners of the Best Men of Intrigue, Grant Fetter, Ryan Smith, Eric Hagan, and Roeder. Uh, I can't recall which categories they got, but they were all the winners. Uh, Fetter did get the the Jokester Award for a giant anthropomorphic penis (laughs) standard bearer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And moving on to Sunday, after uh, Saturday night Shenanigans, Overall, well, how fu- the
0: feats of strength go? Uh, the feats, shit.
1: feats, feats was good. It was all um, started with planks. Yeah. So it was all kind of, you know, it wasn't like qualifying or people doing it at once. It was all everybody doing it at the same time.
0: Nah, that's a good move, kind
1: of deal. So it was uh, the planks, and that took it down to like four guys, I believe. Maybe it was eight, and then it was like those wall sits again. Ooh, yeah. Came down to John and Tups once again. <laughs> um, this year, wow, they went a long time. Oh, yeah. I think John was maybe practicing that yeah. <laughs> thing because he was doing good. Like, uh, both of them were shaken by the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Tupps pulled her out again. <laughs> the physiology of the dwarf <laughs> superior to that the of constitution of the dwarf of the ungor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those good times. Next year, uh, one change we'll probably have the feats will probably be on Friday. Yeah. Um probably 15 or 30 minutes after the awards presentation uh, the, so opening that, yeah, so the opening ceremony. So like um Nine, ten o'clock? No, probably still eleven. Okay. but uh, everybody'd be up anyways, you know. Yeah, kind of deal. Uh, Bear, he's getting kind of old, cranky. Uh, <laughs> and that was some some feedback we got. People didn't want to have to wait around until midnight necessarily. Yeah, so. midnight came
0: really really late this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm kind of torn. There's a certain mystique about the midnight. <laughs> it's true. If you can, if you want to see, you got to get out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll probably move it to Friday. Um Bear wasn't the only one Who thought it was going Kind of late this year Yeah So Anyways Continued good times Many drinks Were drunk Yeah Big impromptu dance party Broke out
0: (laughs) It was a karaoke thing
1: Both Yeah karaoke Kind of turned into dancing Uh Maybe like a little little mosh pit may have formed kind of deal. <laughs> I think on that jukebox, like I went over there, there was like 70 credits <laughs> at the end of the night, la- like right before everybody left. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was like, ugh, somebody put in like 100 bucks. That <laughs> <laughs> was fucking awesome. Yeah, Sunday was a victory for the end times. Hmm, was it Ryan Nickel took it home with his Imric list really uh, he's been trying a couple of years with his high elves yeah Ethereum didn't work so good last year <laughs> he fucking traded up worked out for him Meal with his uh, Legion of Chaos Turdstone list <laughs> as it's come to be known <laughs> basically yeah. the Beastman Shamans and then multiple units of horrors I think he had double Demon Princes of uh, Slanish.
0: it's a real Meal move
1: yeah, Emiliani took took a the max battle there. Yeah, him and Nickel actually tied, and the the tiebreaker is strength to schedule. Yeah, so, uh, Nickel was playing a tougher opponents. Last round he's playing uh, Mike Scaletti. Yeah, so it was Imrik versus Malekith. Yeah, and they kind of neither of them got killed. They danced around, uh, but I think Ryan did a better job of killing off Scaletti's units. Besides yeah, Malekith and Scaletti did Yeah That was the first time I would met
0: Scaletti He's a pretty cool yeah, guy Yeah, he's I like good him.
1: shit um, Yeah, long time attorney guy I remember yeah. running into him at Hillbilly in 08 uh, Sure But um, round out the wars uh, Rob Fanaf took home the best sports Again Got that fucking sweet ass shield the, the again repeat yeah. offender Yeah, this one's a little more kid friendly Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Than the heavily barbed chaos shield Yeah <laughs> Uh, but Rotor took home the Hobby Hero Award, yeah. nearly beating Alpha. enough mm. Congrats to him. For that, he got a little plaque and then like a uh, despicable Me minion fart gun mm. <laughs> for his troubles. <laughs> uh, a t-shirt of shame went, went to, uh, to Donnie. Donnie yeah. crotch, lo- old school Midwest tourney player yeah. from the mid-2000s making his – uh. non-triumphant return. <laughs> <laughs> Though he posted on that, the Point Hammer page, he's gone from uh, zero to hero. He's he's proclaiming uh, best overall next year ah, for nice. himself. So I'll be glad to see what he's come up with. I like bold proclamations. I'm a fan. Yeah. Jeremy Nino got the Beatstick Award. Um supposed to be the highest strength of schedule, but that actually uh, went to Mikey G but uh, we gave it to Jeremy because he had to play three End Times characters <laughs> on the first day. He's pretty salty about that from uh, what I picked up. <laughs> yeah, I well, got a nice hug from the bear. Yeah. Consolation prize. Hugged so. it out. Uh, other than that, Tourney went fucking well. Yeah. It was uh, probably one of the funner ones for me in a while. Uh, I had the Tallyman and the legend were picking up on a lot of the scoring stuff. Mm. Entering in a probably three out of the five rounds. So, that gave me time to walk around, answer rules questions, stuff like that. The Hobby Hero shit worked great. People uh, seemed to get a dig out of it. They got, you know, the right armies got banded up. Um, next year, for improvements, not too much. Probably doing more of the same. Uh, yeah. Hobby Heroes will probably just be playing against Hobby Heroes because actually, once they sat down with the War Score program, um, it was actually pretty easy to do. I wasn't sure how easy it would be to, uh, to do it. So this year it was just kind of like a banding, you know, soft armies playing uh, and then going against hard when sure. they ran out of soft opponents. But next year, I think, you know, if there's a good showing, hopefully there is, if it's just like 10 hobby heroes. You aren't going to really be able to do that over five games, probably. But if it's another 25, 30 guys, um, definitely we can kind of siphon them off into their own mini tournament within a tournament kind of thing. But uh, Sunday, after the awards, so the tournament's not over when it's over. (laughs) It's still going. We went out. Me and Diesel were stoked to get some chicken fried steaks (laughs) because he was totally jelly last year. After seeing what I got, this fucking massive chicken fried steak. He did mention this to me earlier on that he was going to get that later. <laughs> yeah. So, But Bear up a different place instead of the truck stop. So it wasn't looking that good. Um, me and Dee's were kind of sad. But once we got there, if you're watching the Twitter feeds, you probably already know. But uh, Dee's got pretty happy once he saw that on their specials board was all-you-can-eat chicken strips for six ninety nine. <laughs> I did see a
0: Twitter picture of this. (laughs)
1: We're like, oh, boy. Um, Yeah, the weird thing was, so I'm like, I'm not going to get that. Clearly, these chicken strips are going to be terrible. (laughs) But when they showed up, oh, my God, Johnny, they look so good. (laughs) Each one was pretty much like a chicken breast, like that you would put on a sandwich, you know, like a breaded chicken breast. Yeah. And then somehow they had some kind of unofficial bet going. And uh, Diesel ate 18 of them. (laughs) So basically he ate like 18 breaded chicken breasts, basically. (laughs) (laughs) It was unreal. And then he finished off Rotor's Pudding. And then he... uh, (sighs) Patty had some like baby back ribs left. (laughs) And he polished those off, too. (laughs) Jesus
0: Christ. he's a fucking
1: animal. Yeah. Uh, After that, I finally... I've never gotten in on the pack of hot tubs or the pool situation. Oh, yeah. So finally got in on that. And then after that, you know, after running a tournament or playing in one, I've noticed, I don't know about you, but, like, that Sunday night, I don't really sleep at all.
0: No, because you're amped. Yeah, because you're totally amped.
1: Yeah. So it was weird because after that, we just sat in, like, the lobby area of the hotel and just bullshitted with, uh, uh, Chris Haynes and Lamb Pearson, the Canadian guys, end up crashing in their room. Um, so I talked with those guys for like five or six hours that day, and then the next day we had breakfast, and I finally dropped them off Yeah, at like 2 o'clock on my way home. And, yeah, it was the longest, uh, definitely the best pack. Uh, good vibes <laughs> all around. Big thanks to everybody who showed up for sure. Um, we're just definitely want to keep that, keep it going. Hope at 9th edition we'll, we'll play into that, but... Uh, any last comments about Packa before I move on? No, I think that's
0: it, man. It was a real hoot. It was cool to meet everybody. Land from Yukon was fucking hilarious. Yeah,
1: Land was good shit. Uh, mustache competition. Yeah, we didn't the even hoot. talk about that, but that was yeah. fucking hilarious as always. A lot of dapper bros walking around. Yeah, Got the handsomely, her suit was yeah. taken up a total notch. Uh, yeah. Chris was dressed up, and yeah, so hopefully. Um, me and John are kind of on a time crunch for these episodes now um, if people are wondering why they aren't as long as they used to be. But anything we haven't talked about, you can definitely hear on, uh, should be hearing on the Can Hammer, the uh, the Lone Hammer, the Garage Ohio Hammer. Hammer, eventually on the Black Sun, uh, Garage Hammer. So, yeah, definitely listen to those episodes if you want more details. But anyways. It was a fucking hoot, though. Yeah, God damn Goddamn good times. Um, uh, do you have the, the the pack of depression or uh, well, we hit the campaign pretty quickly after that. Was that a nice transition or did you wish we had like waited a little bit before yeah, jumping? I think the transition
0: was fine because I was feeling pretty hobby motivated. So
1: yeah. So next time we're gonna talk about our campaign uh, where. After we get our first full turn complete. Yeah. So right after our wrapped up, I was doing, like, the last-minute details on that. Yeah. Um, a lot of prep work went into that for me, so. A lot of century hours clocked. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, I can't wait to uh, release the details on that. I think it's definitely a, a, a fun system. Yeah. That uh, seems like it's going to work well. But we'll talk about that next time. Okay. For sure, but... um Should we take a little break? Yeah, let's do it. Motherfucking event, buddy. What are we going to yeah. talk about? Event of the week. Little time crunch. We'll skip the email voicemail this time, but uh, we'll get back to you guys next time. Event of the week. Well, pleased to announce Wapaca 2016 oh. official dates. No shit. January 30th and 31st, mm. 2016. That's a Saturday, Sunday. The 29th is a Friday. We'll definitely have stuff going on that day once again. A lot mm-hmm. of good details. Hopefully um, I'm not puking on my shoes a few days before that. Yeah. So going forward, we <sighs> will be matching the Wapaka weekend with the Pro Bowl weekend. Because um, that's in between the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship game. Okay. it's what Bears have been doing the last couple of years. Every year... People try to get him to move it one way or this way so it's easier for them to show up. Or Yeah. Like, Legends, been kind of salty about the dates he's picked in the past. But, um, yeah, it's just going to be the Pro Bowl weekend. Uh, well, We always have to get final confirmation from the Ale House because they do have winter shit going on, too. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be the 30th, 31st. Keep your schedules clear. All right. Anyway, moving on. You mean uh, audio booking? Well... Read reading booking. Yeah,
0: I've been reading booking. I talked about uh, Dresden Skin Game. I did finish that, but I've already talked about it. great fucking book. I also talked about the Final Frontiersman, which was the book about Heimo yeah. Korth, the Alaskan bro. I finished that. That was well worth a read. Really interesting shit. Yesterday, I started paddle your own canoe. Oh, nice!
1: <laughs> I uh, I've listened to that one on audio.
0: Yeah, the. I probably read the first like 15 or 20 pages. It's already funny, and you can tell it's going to be a good book. So that's Ron Offerman. Ron? Nick, no, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, yeah. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Ron... <laughs> I'll just refer to him as Ron Offerman. <laughs> Ron. Mm-hmm. But uh, so far, it's good. Like I said, I'm about 20 pages in,
1: but this will go fast because I only got two yeah. weeks to read it. <laughs> it's a good, good read. His background is really interesting. Yeah. and Because uh, he, he grew up in the Midwest. Yeah, he's kinda from Kind of like uh, like Yeah. Like Bloomington, Joliet. Or yeah, like whatever. an hour out of Chicago. Um, with Midwest Rampage. Or <laughs> so, yeah, Illinois is like his stomping ground where he grew up. So, yeah. A lot of good uh, stuff in there. Not too much about Parks and Rec Which or Behind the Scenes, but yeah. um, there's some really hilarious tales about his... Young es- escapades, yeah, <laughs> slaying the ladies and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's already touched on that. <laughs> Several mentions of eating pussy so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's,
1: uh, yeah, good. That's awesome. I'm
0: looking forward to getting through that.
1: Mm-hmm. I've recently read an ebook, so I'm going to mention later. I'm kind of on a tear, but um, if you're looking for a really good fantasy novel. I'm going to recommend The Emperor's Blades by Brian Staveley. Okay. And I read this one a while ago, but I'm mentioning it now because the the sequel to it just came out, The Providence of Fire. It yeah. was released a couple of weeks ago. So that's in my queue to uh, read The Providence of Fire. But The Emperor's Blades is pretty awesome. It's about um, like this family. Um, so there's the emperor, and then the emperor kind of dies almost immediately. But he has two sons and a daughter. Yeah. And it's kind of how they deal with, like, the conspirators and stuff like that. And, like, the two sons are in training. And, like, it's kind of cool. Because the one son, you know, it's one of those books about uh, where you kind of follow the kids as they grow up a little bit. And, um, you know, they kind of develop... almost superhuman type training powers (laughs) yeah they definitely do in this book so a little bit of it is formulaic but it's kind of cool because the one son is doing like the military training and he's part of like this elite squad where like they uh there's like these giant birds yeah that are like you know 80 foot wingspans or something (laughs) like that and it's kind of cool it's like a fantasy like special ops team yeah where they they come, like, swooping in, and then there's, like, a sniper with, like, a bull, and then there's, like, a demolitions-type expert. Okay. So he kind of forms, like, a like a little team, and, like, that one uh, young son, you know, he becomes, like, the leader of this team and stuff. He's got to crack heads on his team and get them to work together and stuff. Okay. Uh, the magic system is pretty cool, pretty well-developed. Uh, there's kind of, like, some mysteries with the magic, kind of like with uh, Brandon Sanderson, Always does where he lays out the magic system. Okay, and then if there, there's like a mystery somewhere in there, and if you pay attention to everything, you can kind of figure it out, kind of deal. But, anyways, writing is really well done. Um, it's a good uh, kickoff for a series, and it's you know it's kind of good, good, good fantasy series. Okay, for for people to get into. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, Emperor's Blades. Hmm. What do you been? You watch anything, Doc?
0: Uh, I have been, but I'm not super excited by it. I've been watching Continuum on Netflix. Is that a sci-fi show? Yeah, it's like starts in 2077, and these motherfuckers get sent back in time, and they're a bunch of criminal, revolutionary, terrorist uh, types. And then one police chick gets sent back to kind of combat them. And there's some interesting ideas. Yeah. The only thing that's really it sounds got
1: like Time Cop, man. We yeah, just right. doing Time Cop? No, no. This is a show, so. I'm about time, cop was became a show later. Oh, yeah, I um, didn't know that. I believe it did. <laughs> about
0: eight or nine episodes in, I'm pretty mad on uh, it. The only thing it's got going for it is a pretty hot chick who wears a tight bodysuit most of the time. So to nice
1: fight crime, is it the, or is it's she like a like futuristic a computer bodysuit? Uh, she kind of like uh, like Al to Quantum Leap. Uh, I didn't really watch too much of that. Not too but much Quantum Leap. So. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> We should fucking go back, dude.
0: Fucking get that on the queue. <laughs> I did catch a couple of those. I remember 150 being episodes by that of as a kid. Quantum so. Leap. Yeah, yeah. I can't commit to that. Well, I got a huge time. stack of audio books. So I'm looking forward to digging in and seeing what I got. Badass, but I can't. I will give Continuum a fucking an average middle a C plus rating. <laughs> Watch <laughs> it if you're bored. That's about it.
1: But If you can find something else,
0: then don't. You know, <laughs> like any, you,
1: you might anything. Be, you yeah. might be better off just trying something new than that. Yeah,
0: that's that's true.
1: Uh, interesting. Yeah, dude, I've been. My obsession is fucking books, man. I've been slaying them. I've actually been like uh, reading them a lot more than listening to them on audio. Yeah. But i dude. I have like, a, I have like an audiobook on the way to work. I have my painting audiobook. I've got a like my cell phone audiobook or a f- book that i read on my phone like yeah. at work on breaks and stuff you're shitting and then i got one on my e-reader that i read before i go to bed so i'm like i'm juggling <laughs> like four books like i'm i'm fucking crazy about it like i mm. went on goodreads got organized on there um so i'm gonna have a couple blog posts coming out but i hit my uh 200 audiobook count yeah so i've been tracking that i'm gonna post that on the blog um yeah, I really kicked off with my trip to the Chupacabras. Yeah. And I had a lot of time at the airports. And that's <laughs> when I read The Emperor's Blades. Yeah. Uh, but I, I probably started probably six or seven other series. Um, some some good, some mixed. So I'm probably going to have a post about that uh, with just a couple sentence reviews on these ones. Because I'm not going to. Some are good. Uh, probably one of them I'll recommend next time. But the other ones. You know, I do have a couple of thoughts, but I'm not going to get into it on a podcast because they're fucking queuing up now. Like, I got a backlog here. (laughs) I got to get it out. Okay. And then I'm super pumped because there's five or six sequels uh, to books coming out, like uh, more installments of series coming out. Ah. So I'm going to have a blog post about that. So I'm going to have three different (laughs) kind of book-related blog posts that I have to get off my chest here (laughs) to kind of reset the scales after our little Christmas break. And I've just been going through them too fast. Uh, since PACA, though, I kind of, kind of broke that, so now I'm kind of just back to my normal, normal book pace. But I don't know something to do with the holidays got me, got my my book juices flowing <laughs> deep inside me. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, I got a music pick. All right, what do you, you got? Want it? Uh, people seem to get a kick out of Woods of Epera last time, mm-hmm. uh, so I want to play another band that I haven't played on here before because they're generally more mellow kind of band, was Catatonia. Okay. These guys are fucking awesome. They're originally like a death metal band, mid-90s, and then the dude wore his voice out <laughs> doing the the growls <clears throat> and the dirty lyrics. So after, I think, maybe two albums, they switched to clean vocals. <laughs> yeah. And they <it> kind of <laughs> became more like a... Actually, pretty similar to Woods of You Prey, Kind of more like a doom, doom and gloom type metal. Okay. Uh, but it's almost mainstream now like it's pretty popular so yeah. if you like tool uh this is kind of tool on steroids kind of continues that trend okay but they got a ton of good albums they're fucking stacked deep <laughs> going back a decade or more with the clean albums yeah um it was really hard to pick a few songs but um i'm gonna go off the dead end kings they have a song called athean all right how long which is, is a This will be like a three-minute clip. Should give you a good idea of what they sound like. Lay it on us. Got a motherfucking point hammered history here. What do you got, yeah, buddy? Man, lay it on us. I'm going. I'm going back. Oh, probably. A, I think it's a decade. I think we did this in 2004. Better not be embarrassing you, to me. Oh, well, it could be. <laughs> do you remember the our first attempt at a building campaign where, like, we're going to build up the armies? Do you uh-huh. remember? How unspectacular it turned out. <laughs> it was probably 2004, to refresh your memory. But this was the origin of the, the Beastmen. Yeah. The Beastmen army was started for the <laughs> our, our building campaign. And then that was when I started my Dogs of War army, was for that building campaign. Well, it must not have been too much of a failure. We both ended up with those armies. <laughs> yeah, well, we got them in the end, but like thinking about the actual campaign... Overall, that was a pretty spectacular failure, I think, because <laughs> what happened? Well, we, you and me, we did good, you know, because we were going to build these armies regardless. Yeah. Um, so, like, I started out with like some duelists with pistols, <laughs> and that was like my first. They had my first attempt with the green stuff ponchos, really figuring that out, and then the green stuff on those ogres. <laughs> um, so they kind of had the frilly pants and everything, and uh, like I did four of them with those frilly pants. I remember being stoked about that. And then I did uh, the Edward Nunez. I think we started with 500 points. Yeah. And then you had, I think you had like a gore herd, maybe some Minos Probably or, or Ogres chariots. or something. And then uh, you just had this one chariot that was like unbeatable <laughs> at 500 points. Yeah, this was seventh it. edition. So like you and me play games and it's like all... You know, can I get this chariot out or it was <laughs> fucking bullshit. The chariot was fucking stupid.
0: Back when they, they were, ruined sci- it. were it, These men's chariots were scythed back yeah.
1: then. We it just kill it. There's like no steadfast or anything. Like <laughs> you just like go in and charge. And like if the ogres didn't kill it, they would just be run down. <laughs> but That's when strength seven would fucking thwonk a chariot though. Yeah, well these were strength six. Yeah. <laughs> and like Dogs of War, couldn't really get anything. Um, I think the man-eaters were uh, like. I think I, maybe I started adding a man-eater or something. Back Anyways, when
0: the, the galloper guns were guest range, proper yep, guest range. yeah,
1: cannons. I, I love that gallopers. But yeah, the campaign itself was a fucking fizzle, because I can't even remember anybody else participating in it. I just yeah. remember playing you all the time. <laughs> like it might have been jamming maybe was he using ogres maybe because i think the ogres had just come out yeah
0: i believe but he was always flaky with everything we try to do so yeah
1: and i i think this was kind of just before bear like we just lost eric like our old eric clements yeah we just lost him and then i think like andrew went away because he was like a high schooler back then (laughs) or something like that so he disappeared for like five or eight years so I think at this time he had disappeared. And then uh, this was right before Legend and Bear showed up. So, yeah, somehow we started this army building campaign that I think we did it for two or three months. It was just you and me. <laughs> Although I did write up, like, the series of forum posts. Yeah. Like, from, like, the... <laughs> like the journal entries of like my, my general guy was this on Edward yeah yeah i should look it up and see if they're still on there yeah uh maybe they'll give you some clues as to who else was in the <laughs> in, the, in the, the, the building campaign but, campaign oh yeah that was so bad 500 points i think it was 500 and then like it was gonna go to a thousand and then like maybe
0: yeah, we were pretty ambitious with how fast we could grow the armies. then yeah too.
1: I mean, we still are, but... Well, 100 points a month, that doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, 100 points is uh, the way to go. We'll talk about the games next time, but it was fucking pretty fun. But yeah, the first building campaign was a complete and a horrible failure. (laughs) (laughs) Much like our hobby projects, (laughs) as we'll discuss shortly later. Yeah. Anyways, you got a blog pick?
0: I do. All right. So this time we're not going to do a blog. We're going to talk about next couple. I do. I'm going to talk about some of these on Secret Weapon Miniatures. Uh, there's a tips and tutorials page, and I'm just going to talk about some of the better ones. Okay. Uh, so this time, yeah, that's cool. There's one called creating realistic mud, and use some of these products they have. But the effect is super, super fucking cool. You can get this really awesome, muddy effect. And you can actually put models' footprints in it, so it looks like they've trudged up to where they're at. Mm. Or you can put tons of footprints in it, like an army has already marched through. and or tr- mm-hmm. If you're doing, like, 40 gay, you could have, like, tracks from your tanks and shit that have rolled through there and build it up so it looks like it's splooged out and created ruts and shit. The effect is super cool. Um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes on the blog. Um, okay. Awesome. Yeah. They get I love pretty advanced that. with it. So just, they do like craters, and then they fill it in with fake water, so it looks like just a muddy section with craters that are full of water. Really, really cool effect uh, here. Yeah, um, kind of
1: like a mm.
0: World War One like kind of battlefield. Yeah. Almost. Just no vegetation at all. A little bit of stone, a little bit of metal or woodwork, and just mud and fucking some super cool ideas you could pull off there. Yeah. So, are you
1: going to use some of this? You thinking or not for the
0: campaign? But I will toy around with it. I gotta order some supplies from them. I will toy around with it for uh, just some other stuff I'm gonna work on. Mm-hmm. So it looks really fun, and I've never seen anybody pull something like this off either. So I'm mm-hmm. intrigued.
1: Yeah, fan. I can't think of an army with like muddy, muddy basing. It doesn't really come to mind. Yeah, not
0: at all. And what the stuff um, here? It looks really easy to do, and the effect is super awesome. It's so. almost
1: always flocked. Yeah, like like my demons are one of the armies. You know that only armies I can think of that aren't flocked yeah like I I don't know can you think off the top of your head Some, Yeah, well, I've like seen
0: court. John Stentz's pirates just left John Stentz's pirates plane. have like planking okay yeah so something like that um,
1: but otherwise I mean it mm, you, you don't see it it is a lot of effort because you have to you know it's just like painting the model then you kind of yeah you have to do the highlighting and well with this mud effect uh Gunya with his new clockwork army yeah yeah um, he did a really good job because it's all based on gears and stuff yeah and i was chatting with him and um talking about because um, they the gears are really muted and he's like yeah my f- first attempt like they're really amped up full highlights and everything but like the models just got lost in them and then like he just kind of dialed them down dialed them down dialed them down and like you know they now they look great that you know their bases yeah you know, they're not uh, like, they're still highlighted and stuff. They look good, uh, but they're nice and muted. And, you know, the base is supposed to set off the model. Sure. You know, it's not supposed to take over. So, um, yeah, I'd be keen keen to, to check that out. You could do some cool stuff. Mixing, uh, like, grassy, flacked areas, um, static grass, and then, like, some muddy areas. You could really go to town. Especially going back to, like, your uh, like your worn army like your kind of beat down army, like they've been on the campaign, right? Yeah, that seems be like awesome that would go to together there, for well sure. with that. Totally. Um, Anyways, moving on. My army theme. This one, I'm a little reluctant to spell, but I think it's official. I'm never going to be doing it now, <laughs> and that's a uh, desert high elf army. Uh, I wanted to I do. Feel like one. I talked about this one. <laughs> um. Maybe. Have you? Offhand, can you go look? Well, it's one of my failed projects,
0: I think. And then I talked about it as my theme idea. <laughs> okay. Um, but fuck it,
1: keep going. Well, I can't fucking remember, so.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> this do is shit, motherfucker. This is my
1: desert army high elf theme, man. Okay. Um, so you could do kind of uh, like with, uh, I'm thinking more like a cavalry theme. So you could do kind of nice green stuff like robes and stuff like that you can even kind of put turbans like around their helmets so like the point of their helmets is still sticking through (laughs) yeah like i've seen helmets like that sure um but it could kind of work well for like a kind of like an arab persian type thing yeah almost um with like the heavily armored like cataphracti type dudes um but the sand ships that i talk about the sand ships No. Okay. Well, this would be my kind of idea then would be, um, so they have those pretty sweet flying chariots. Um, So I would probably do three of those, Um, but they would just be kind of like boats, kind of, you maybe extend the hulls kind of. Sure. Like it'd be kind of cool to use them. I mean, they're pretty big, but you kind of want to do like a, almost a, like three or four crewmen on there, like two to represent like the rocks attacks, maybe like a Phoenix guard dudes with like halberds or something. Yeah. And then the, uh, actual crewmen with the bows, but you could do, um, some really cool, like epoxy sculpt, like sculpt waves kind of. So like, they're kind of, it looks like they're on these waves, but they're made of, uh, they're going to be made of sand instead of water. Sure. Kind of thing. Like they're kind of soaring over, um, and the way I was thinking I would do that is um, you can do the epoxy sculpt um, kind of waves and kind of build it up to make it kind of curved, kind of curve it around like a wave, and then they're like on the crest of the wave is where the ship is. Yeah. And then you would use a pumice for the to cover it up with. To it a with, slight texture to it? Yeah, the pumice, the thing with pumice, if you get the different kinds of textures is – the little particles inside it are all uniformly sized. Yeah. So it would have, like, this really uniform kind of sand feel. Like, when you think of sand, Yeah. like out in the Sahara or something like that, you know, those big waves. You kind of think of it uniformly sized. Right. Where, like, if you're, I don't know, if you're using pumice for other stuff, you want to mix in some sand or some rocks or something to break it up. Because it kind of looks, it does look kind of weird. But I think for this, it kind of work. Yeah. Because it would look like it's you just one kind of part of one body, you know? Sure. Um, well,
0: I think in reality, if you're in a desert, that kind of sand, there's no texture to it at all. Like, it's smooth yeah, looking, Yeah, it's you just know? smooth. So it's, you could just pull that off by epoxy sculpting and painting it well, painted in sand tones.
1: Uh, I don't It's not. I don't think it's, it's going to look the same.
0: No, nah, because you can get really fine-grained well, sand you can dry to try and glue that on, like, flock, but I don't think it would look right if nah, you did that. No, the
1: sand really isn't the same size. You're going to have issues. I mean, it's going to have to be... Well, I got... Tubs of fine grain sand, so it is uniform, and it's all super super tiny. So when you're super uh, tiny. applying it, you're never going to be able to get it. Get it super Like you have thin, to thin, yeah. attach it all in one go. Right. Because if you go, have to go back twice. There's going to be like this little clump of like two. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you could do that if you don't. And but it, it would be to a have it hassle. Really, be nicely uniform. Yeah. Like the pumice, that would look really cool. Sure. To be okay. kind of like a magical kind of just flying around on the sand, and then, um, so that's kind of what I was thinking would be the centerpieces. But you could easily um, do, like, a genie, big genie model out of a giant or something like that. Oh, yeah. I use as like, the Fire Phoenix or, like, the Frost Phoenix if you wanted. You could do a blue one or a red one. It would be really easy to do. Yeah. And they're light enough
0: that you could have, like, a little fucking tiny lamp, like Aladdin's lamp on the sand,
1: and then this huge plastic fucking giant
0: green stuff coming
1: out of it. That'd That'd be be pretty awesome. awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, (laughs) That's mostly what I was thinking of. Um so I'd even probably take some characters on the, you know, this would be kind of like a heavily themed flying carpet shit. Well yeah, you could do a flying carpet. And then you, I mean you can take characters on those ships like a sea helm. Yeah. You know, I played one at uh the Chup- chupapalooza just to see how it worked out. You could easily yeah, put a character on there, max them out, but yeah, that's kinda of what I was thinking of, but um yeah, with the way Ninth edition's going. The com- combination of the elves coming together, um, you know. If I, you know, I'm kind of excited to see what they do with the elves because I was putting together my Holy Wars list. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm kind of. It was actually getting me kind of stoked. Like I kind of wanted to add more models to it, but I, you know, I don't want to do anything until ninth. Right. Because I want to see, <laughs> you know, what the. F- background is going to be you know if there's still wood elves if the troop types i want to make are still around yeah Uh, but i think the just the bloody wood elf theme you know is what i'd carry forward rather you know so like a you have these high elf theme a dark elf theme wood elf theme so before i might have created three different armies but they're combining them like i'm not gonna do another elf army using the, the same rules with the just different models, so yeah, that kind of really thrown my uh, out of production high elf army for a loop too, because mm. they don't really fit in with right. like my fucking <laughs> crazy slaughter bloody yeah. elves. So, <laughs> uh, just change the paint scheme, yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that that's the army theme. Um, maybe maybe I will try to create one of the boats, but uh, yeah, as far as the whole army behind it. I don't think I will be, will be doing that. So, s- someone's free to take up that mantle. I'd love to see mm. what you do either. Uh, My Desert High Alves, Johnny's Desert High Alves, <laughs> uh Desert Anything kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. Anyways. What do
0: we got for the motherfucking Rogers cheap ass segment, you cheap uh, motherfucker? <laughs> the, the hidden Hobby Dollars, John?
1: <laughs> uh, we call it what you want, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah, last time I talked, I picked up that printer. That uh, Samsung monochrome printer. Yeah. um, Fucking used it for the tournament, dude. Yeah? It worked pretty damn well. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I took off Wednesday and Thursday from work. Okay. So, But I ended up having... I still needed to print a bunch of stuff that day, so I had to use this new printer that I got. Fucking hooked it up. Uh, I was worried it wouldn't come with the toner, but it did. So 70 bucks... So probably twice as much as, like, some random printer you just go to the store to buy. Yeah. But fucking well worth it. I printed uh, before the event and during the event. I probably printed about 300 to 350 pages. Okay. And that little toner bar is still at 86%. Fucking A. So that seems yeah fucking nice. <laughs> yeah, that's So, nice. yeah. Uh, I got the, the bear to spring for that off the... Uh, Tournament funds. Nice. But um, I'm just going to hold on to that bad boy. <laughs> and if I need to eBay some stuff, I'll be using that sucker to print out. Okay. Um, some shit, but yeah, that's totally legit. I can't... Uh, yeah, off an of ink printer, or you buy the store, I don't know, You can maybe 100, Yeah, 200 pages. Lucky. For like $40 worth of ink, too. Yeah. So definitely, it's only black and white. I'll put the link up again, but 70 bucks. Um, there's a one if you want to get well. This one is wireless too, though. Yeah. It wasn't advertised as wireless, but you could like Kelly can print off of it off her tablet. Yeah. Or Samsung uh, Galaxy Note or whatever. Sure. So yeah, it's fucking cool. One thing you can only put in like ten or fifteen pages at a time, or else it jams automatically. Okay. Like every time, but as long as you keep uh keep the bite sizes nice and small. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't jam up. So, yeah, um, for all you cheap asses out there, well well worth your printer needs.
0: Yeah. Well, 70 bones would have probably cost you more than that to go get 300-something copies made. Had you oh, yeah, it's like, like 10 staples? cents a page.
1: Yeah. so Maybe 30 bucks or yeah. something. Um, but, yeah, so easily, you know, backing out the numbers, that's like 1,800, maybe 2,000 sheets yeah. of paper. That's insane. Um, yeah. So, well... Well worth it. I don't know how much toner costs. I guess maybe in a couple of years uh, I'll report back on how much toner <laughs> costs. I don't, I don't. I really don't know. But, All right. um, so far, it fucking seems worth it for sure. Okay. Samsung awesome. monochrome printer. We'll have the link up <laughs> on the magnificent bastard site. Nice. Click that sucker. Wet our beaks a little bit. <laughs> we'll get even more cheap products to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. cool, man. Yeah, you got something, right? Yeah, let's talk about the
0: motherfucking
1: sex toy segment. Oh, what do we, uh, well, what are the people, uh, what, what are we going to be giving this time? I got what a fucking gift. Have site you... I'm going to
0: highlight here. So okay. I was listening to Savage, and he's always talking about Extremestraints.com. Oh, yeah, he is. So I did some fucking perusing on Extremestraints.com and found some shit I wasn't even aware existed, but that I'm extremely intrigued <laughs> by. <laughs> so I'll have a link up.
1: You know what a spreader bar is? <laughs> um, I'm thinking someone who would like—I would just say butt cheek spreader, <laughs> or no, maybe like, like a, something for like a woman's legs to like yeah. kind of force them. You know, so, feel like you're kind of kinky or something.
0: Yeah. So spreader. Yeah, this is like a kink site. It's, okay. know, it's most not mostly, but a lot of bonded shit type of, stuff like that. So a spreader bar is like an ankle bar, so you can like, and there's cuffs on the end usually, so you can like keep the legs spread. And then they also make cuffs for the hands, Uh so you can cuff the hands to the spreader bar, too, so she's all fucking tied up there. Is it like a big bar? Yeah, it's just a bar with cuffs. Like a three-foot? What what kind of spread are we... They're generally adjustable, so, yeah, yeah. like one to, like, five feet. (laughs) You, like,
1: kick that wide open when you're uh, going to town on bear. (laughs) Yeah, you got, like, spread, and then you got spread eagle.
0: So these are pretty fucking intriguing to look at. I'll have a link up to the spreader bar section. Are we uh, talking prices here? Pretty reasonable. Uh, It's a range between maybe sixty and a couple hundred bones if you want to go high class. They also got this thing called a pussy spreader, (laughs) (laughs) which involves a bunch of fucking clothes clips that you like hang clothes on a laundry Uh line with. And uh, this is a weird. Is it like a reverse one? (laughs) It's a weird contraption. I'll I'll put a link to this up. Not for the children to look at. One good thing about Extreme Restraints, too, everything has reviews on it. So you can see oh, what like other people thought of these items. How many like stars and stuff? Yeah, exactly. And uh, So there's all kinds of different spreader bars. There's an anal impaler, which is a <laughs> spreader bar for a man <laughs> with a big bar that goes up the middle. <laughs> it's like a big
1: T-bar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Upside-down T-bar. So you kind of grab that crossbar with like, both hands <laughs> and kind of... Shake pretty, it from side to side, swirl it, you know.
0: Pretty intriguing dig shit. Dig it here. in and out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> kind of like a jackhammer, dude. <laughs> like
0: kind of what it looks like. He's concrete. standing on here. Oh, so, and boy. they all got they got models actually tied up with these devices on oh, their wow. website, so you can check that out. And then the other thing I will highlight on the site, which I'll link to, is the ultimate leather dog hood, <laughs> which is <laughs> what? What? this wacky leather mask which is pretty much <laughs> like a dog's head. It kind of looks like an, like an Anubis. Yeah, he does, like, totally. Uh, from, like, the mummy. It, like, laces up the back. This bad boy's 190 bones. This actually has a review, <laughs> so somebody has purchased this to play oh, with it. Looks it looks like five stars. This is... It says, offers both visual and functional appeal for puppy play. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're into puppy play, you definitely oh. need the uh, ultimate leather dog hood. Well, I think we got to hold out for the... For the kitty hood here. Uh, <laughs> there might be one. <laughs> but regardless, pretty uh, crazy shit, huh? Excellent. There's fines there here, John. There's a handful of dog hoods here. Either way, wacky fucking shit. You can have some real fucking fun. You've been with the same person for a while you want to spice it up? <laughs> Get a fucking spreader bar and a leather dog hood. <laughs> Guarantee you'll be breaking some new ground here.
1: <laughs> so. Uh,
0: that's what I got today. Some awkward
1: conversations here. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that, buddy. Yeah. Well, I think about close to wrapping it up here. Just leaves the question of the month. What do we got for that? Continuing. Yeah, we're continuing last month's question. We did get a, a few emails and some voicemails that we're going to play. So maybe we'll double it, up, double it up next time to catch up. Sounds good. On those guys because we did have some good comments, uh, good and bad. Uh, but yeah, how's the ninth edition rumors affecting your hobby right now? Are you stoked? Are You on the fence? Are you? Uh, uh,
0: I'd say they're irritating. Buying Games
1: Workshop stock. Me. They're
0: irritating me into not wanting to listen to podcasts anymore because they've a it's all speculation and b it's all been talked to death for like an yeah. hour on every fucking podcast. So nobody knows what's going on, but everybody wants to talk about the worst case scenario. So mm-hmm. well, I think
1: as far, yeah, you know, for us, you know, I've already talked about I think at the end of Glockkin or maybe at the start of when Kane came out. Like I'm pretty much in a holding pattern. I'm not gonna be building any armies or anything like that. Now that Call the Glory Chaos campaign we're doing is a little different beast. Yeah. But even that, you know, I'm not really building my models with an army in mind. Like I know if I want to, you know, I might just have some like three or five man units in mind. So I'm not even thinking like the full army sizes. Yeah. So it's really just for fun. It sounds more like, than anything, but...
0: Yeah, it sounds like everybody's in that same boat. Nobody wants to commit to anything because no one knows where it's going, which is fine and understandable, but I don't care to sit around and speculate and theorize for an hour about what the yeah, worst case scenario I'm is. I'm not really
1: interested in...
0: Get all worked up and... Like, who gives a fuck? If it sucks, well, then it sucks. We'll find something else because we're nerds, and that's yeah. what nerds fucking should do. Well,
1: it. on the one end, like, um, putting together... Like, I'm using the Eternity King. So, for the Holy Wars... I'll maybe talk them on my list a little bit next time. It's mostly just the wood elves I have, yeah. And then like my characters look like dark elves, so I'm like, oh. Uh, according to WYSIWYG and how I ruled Paka, like I I, I should play these as uh, dark elf characters, um, yeah. but you know it's up to 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 decide. But, anyways, putting that list together, I'm like, you know what? I hope you know I hope it is fun. I hope. Um, you know, if some of it is true, that's fine. Yeah. But a combined what elf or a combined elf list would be, could be fun for people to expand on their collections and definitely break some new ground. And, and so, like, part of me hopes, like, it's really awesome and things continue. And then on the other end, then I'm like, well, you know, maybe it will implode. And, like, they totally deserve it because they're a <laughs> bunch of retards. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't really care about the rules you know they've been seem to care about the consumer yeah you know they said in their report that they don't do any market research and they're kind of touting that (laughs) uh, I don't know so um, as far yeah, overall I'm kind of even like on one part I hope it is success and then if it does blow up I think they kind of deserve it in some ways yeah I'm not Um, worried about it and I'm not sure
0: about it and
1: well they Good thing the, we, the community is here and everything, so if we do, you know, we still are in touch with everybody. And Yeah. If new games do arise, we'll just I don't think, you know, I, You or know, Dark I think Land? if it does implode, I don't think there will be one game to replace it. I think it's going to be all over the map.
0: Yeah, I agree, uh, but we'll just hit the...
1: Because the only reason everybody's playing Warhammer is because they were the only ones around for like... yeah since the 80s and 90s when we were kids. That's true. So that's so it's definitely yeah, it's nostalgia kind of keeping us all together and I think the best point I heard about it
0: all was Brasco talking about worried whether he should just unload all this shit on eBay right now while it's still worth something. Cuz
1: <laughs> if they do fuck it up, something that's yeah. worth
0: potentially a few grand now would be pretty much worthless. As far as point. like
1: yeah, if you have the you know the army kind of in the in the wings that you've been accumulating models for. Yeah. And it might be different if it's, like, Lizard Man or... Well,
0: there's my know. eBay stack right next to you there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's looking Big good. load of
0: fucking Warhammer shit, uh, so it's getting posted this yeah. week. Yeah.
1: I kind of thought... I have a few things, but I'm like, mm, I'm just going to hold on to it. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah, that's it. That's all we got. Okay, and uh, you, Magnificent Bastard's blog, we'll have show notes of everything we talked about. On uh, the Point Hammered site, will have the eBay link, Amazon, if you're shopping through those yep. Give those a click uh, It's been a little slow lately Well the um, eBay shit
0: is probably the most beneficial So if you're going to buy something on eBay yeah, definitely. Click through our support page And let us wet these motherfucking big
1: old beaks Yeah, we're kind of looking forward To uh, covering our hosting costs In 2015 So Since we blew all the costs we had so far <laughs> On Holy Wars GT Hotels <laughs> <laughs> Yeah So it's not much but it definitely is well appreciated and uh, keeps us going here. Yeah, at hammered underscore rod's my Twitter handle. Yeah, I'm at point hammered. Mm-hmm. We're gonna kick it out here. Pointhammered at gmail.com if you want to write in. More
0: six zero one. Try hpbv if you want to leave a voicemail.
1: Get get in on early on that uh, vacation contest, contest two thousand sixteen. A
0: Priceless fucking. You can't put a value on that no, based on the level of fun. We're not head. putting a value
1: on it. We we just can't. You can't. Some would say it's $5 value, but <laughs> I would disagree with them. Yeah, I think they're fucking retarded. Getting on the air,
0: priceless. That, too. Nerd famous, bro.
1: We're going to kick it out some more Catatonia. This one is from one of their earlier albums in the 2000s, off the album Viva Emptiness. And this is a track pretty deep on that album called Evidence. All right. And it's pretty awesome. Suck my balls. It's my bees.
0: Depends upon you You die I will die too Once we were heroes Everything has changed since then Now they recognize you